What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Game Informer Show, a weekly podcast covering the video game industry. Join us every Thursday for a discussion about the latest gaming news, reviews, and exclusive reveals alongside Game Informer staff and special guests from around the industry. I'm your host, Alex Van Aken, and today I'm joined by Kyle Hilliard. What's up, Kyle? Hello. How's it going? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm I'm starting to get exhausted with all the year end discussions. I am too. I mean, I'm doing I'm doing the us and Minmax, so I'm like, I'm oh yeah, overloaded. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Oh That's man, good. I yeah. like it though. I do. I know it sounds like I don't, but I do enjoy the conversations. It's fun. Secretly, I think you should try to get the list to be the exact same for both companies. <laughs> See if you can do a little challenge. Well, Maybe and then just email 10. some email some people at GameSpot and be like, I still get a vote here, right? For my six months of yeah, get something here, right? Exactly. If Elden Ring wins everyone's, you know, not saying that that's what it's going to be. I'm saying that's my personal one. If it if it's all over the place, you know, that it was me you. secretly doing mm. this. Yeah, pulling the strings, <laughs> right? Uh, that voice you heard a second ago was Marcus Stewart. Hey, Marcus. Yeah, I remember you hadn't introduced me yet, and I was like, whoopsie. Now I speak. I mean, you're, you're allowed to speak. You can speak. Can I speak now? If you want to. It's like, it's okay. okay. Hi. I just wanted to make sure. I don't want to step on any toes or fingers or legs, arms. Yeah. Body. Please don't step on my appendages. Yes. Thank you. Your appendix is fine, though. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. That's inside. So it's safe, you know? Yeah. Cool. Uh, also, rounding us out, we've got Charles Hart, Chuck Duck himself. Hello, I'm here. My my big web. Can I call feet... you Chuck Duck? Oh, please do. Okay. Uh, my big web feet are gonna step on everyone's toes, but Ooh, it's okay. they're kind of like light little ducks' feet, so it won't be. I've never had my toes stepped on by a duck, but I imagine it doesn't hurt as bad as like a big person. So you like ducks? Uh, you you want to you want to know the truth? There is, I actually feel very indifferent about ducks. It just rhymes with Chuck, oh. which. Is also not really my name. I I made up a rapper name for myself when I was in seventh grade, and it was uh, MC Chuck Duck Bad Luck Pickup Truck the Third, and then okay. uh, Chuck Duck <laughs> Chuck Duck Three Six Five was kind of a, a condensation of that. Is but that I, a Disney Three Six Five reference? Have I asked you that before? Uh, you haven't. Uh, it it is a reference in in that it's the, the number of days in a year, but. Okay, that's I've heard that. So you're always before. Chuck Duck every day of the year. Every doing. well, I'm always throwing ducks. Is the thing because they just keep wow. coming uh, to me. How I gotta much get them away. duck? There's a lot of lore here. Chuck there is. Duck, <laughs> Chuck. If a Chuck Duck could Chuck Duck. Okay. Yep. Great. This is a show about video games, uh, not ducks. Um, but if you are a duck lover out there in the audience, you're welcome to. Today, we're. I mean, it's the it's the week after the Game Awards. Um, it's the week after the Bill Clinton kid uh, rattled everyone. <laughs> it's been it's been a, a, a quiet week, I feel like, following the Game Awards. But I feel like, personally, and it sounds like, Kyle, you can resonate with this, I just feel overwhelmed with all the games that I'm, like, trying to touch and finish or, yeah, like, right. learn about because I need to have, like, an opinion on it. Or I, I can to... literally count the hours available to me that I need to check out Immortality. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I've like, I've got like how long to beat like permanently on my Google Chrome. They should have like a uh, a plugin where like if you're searching for a game on a storefront, there's like a plugin for the how long to beat. Yeah, micro the Xbox app has that now. Yeah, they they've oh, integrated it recently. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you do, don't put Xenoblade Chronicles three in there. Just okay. start playing it to generate your opinion. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't put don't find out. Oh, that's scary. 
Um, so yeah, a lot of this show uh, is going to be focused on those games that we've been playing. So uh, you can probably expect games like, you know, Callisto just came out recently. I think Marx is going to talk about that. I've been playing Vampire Survivors and Immortality recently. I think Charles and myself both have been playing a lot of Fortnite. Uh, but first, Marcus, you you reviewed, I would say, the game of the week, uh, High on Life. It's a game that I was looking forward to playing. I came away from my preview uh, more positive than I expected. Uh, I played it at Gamescom. But you have played and beaten the full game. How is it? I don't think it's all that great, I'm afraid. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bummer. Yes, my review is up on the uh, website right now. Uh, spoiler, I gave it a 5.75 out of 10. And yeah, like you, Alex, I, I don't know if I was excited, but I was definitely interested in this game because I, I like shooters. I like stupid, dumb comedy. And I like games that are just weird and they just go for stuff. And so, you know, and I, and I will establish up front. I, all right, Justin Roiland, co-creator of Rick and Morty, who made this game. I'm kind of indifferent to his work mainly because i've not really seen a ton of rick and morty or any of his other stuff i'm kind of like justin roiland oblivious or neutral it's probably the better word How, what are your thoughts on pickle rick <laughs> i see I, i've only heard that by name i don't even know what that is i you're lucky <laughs> okay i know that's all i'll say szechuan sauce is a thing okay yeah that was a thing i remember people were gonna burn down mcdonald's to get some years ago it's funny. was that a pandemic not, thing not that i that's pre. I'm not a big Rick and Morty fan by any means. I've enjoyed what I've watched, but it's funny that those are the things that float to the surface is like <laughs> the worst elements of the fandom. <laughs> like that Pickle Rick episode is really interesting and about uh, avoiding the emotional turmoil of dealing with family issues and stuff. But like the thing that everyone takes away from it is <laughs> Pickle Rick. I don't even know if I've seen the episode in question. Oh, yeah. It's just that's what I hear. And yeah, that's what people uh, talk about. So that's how it happens. That's what's in the Fortnite shop, along right, with exactly. Mr. Meeseeks. See, I even which realized I, I have seen that episode. See, like that's a whole thing. I'm oblivious to it, and I say all this to say, like, I have nothing. I don't have an axe to grind with Justin Roiland. I'm. I was open. I'm like, yeah, bring it in again. I like stupid dumb comedy. This game is definitely stupid dumb comedy. It's silly. It's absurd. It, it is. Every adjective you could think of for just, man, this is really over the top and also very adult, you know. But in terms of the the comedy of it, I just didn't, it just didn't click with me personally. Real quick, just to establish the premise of this game, you play as this human teenager who, um, after aliens invade Earth and enslave everybody you get roped into becoming this space bounty hunter and you fight this alien sort of like cartel using these talking guns. Uh, one of them voiced by Rowling himself. And from what I understand, he's, is he basically doing the Morty voice for this gun? Is it like in the yeah. ballpark of kind of the same performance of the like, really? Oh my God, I don't believe it. And oh my God, you shot that guy. and know, oh, that guy's dead. He's no longer alive. Oh, he's, he's deceased close, now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, really okay. originated from Disney Channel's Fish Hooks when he played Milo the Fish. Is really the first instance. Not to go too deep in the Justin <laughs> Roy. Is this real? I, I'm 100% serious. He voiced a character in Fish Hooks way before. He does that voice a lot, is, is the point. So it is, is it, a Disney 365 reference. Best, <laughs> best known as Morty. Um, but yes, Marcus, I didn't mean, I didn't mean to interrupt, interrupt. No, okay. I was like, I, I almost wondered, like, I've never heard him in interviews, but I was like, what if that was like his real life? <laughs> it's, it's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Charles spoke with him. He knows. <laughs> That's true. 
Um, but yeah, so with that performance, there are other comedians that voice gun, like J.D. Smooth is in there. And as a game, it's just sort of a first-person shooter. It's got some platforming elements. It's got some light Metroidvania elements as you're exploring this very, very small selection of worlds, just kind of like big open spaces and just mowing down aliens. And I think across the board, I just found the game to just be very underwhelming. I think the combat feels just passable to kind of maybe not bad but just sort of like rough i guess like the guns don't feel that satisfying each of them have like an alternate firing mode so they in addition to shooting their standard rounds um they each have sort of their own unique ability uh i mentioned in my review my favorite was uh gus which is the jd smooth gun it is essentially a shotgun but it shoots this like disc that you kind of bat around the environment manually by meleeing it and i was like oh that's kind of a cool idea uh there's another gun you get later on that can slow time by shooting this sort of like time bubble and it's like okay there's some cool ideas here and it is interesting to sort of mix up those abilities but the for one the gun selection that you get is very small it's smaller than i thought it would be honestly because it's i think it's only like four and which is weird because on the weapon wheel, it looks like there's going to be double that. But I was like, oh, no, I guess this is just it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then the enemy variety is also very limited where you're kind of fighting the same, like, five enemy types of these, like, like Monsters, Inc. hazmat-looking dudes just left and right. And it's just, like, the, the combat plateaus after you get the last weapon. And it's just kind of the encounters just start feeling the same and then kind of start feeling like a chore. Uh, some of the enemies feel... A little more bullet spongy than I would like, and some even some of the weapons don't feel as powerful as I would like, or even like kind of inconsistent. Like I've noticed with the shotgun, it'd be like, oh, I'm blasting this guy in like one hit, but then I'll go to another guy or like the, of the same enemy type, and it'll take like two hits. And I'm like, seems like we're in the same range. I don't know what's going on there. Like maybe it's just me, but I don't know. I'm seeing it a lot. And yeah, just the uh, and the boss fights too. I was very unhappy with like. You know, there was that first boss fight that came out of Gamescom, which is like... Yeah, with the grappling hook. Yeah. I played that one. Is that the first one in the game as that well? That is the first one, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one played as bad as I thought it looked at the time, where I was like, okay, like, because you can swing around on stuff with this uh, talking knife that you have, and I was like, this just feels okay, but still just not great, and the bosses just, again, feel like spongy and just... Just not good. And some of the enemies are throw a little too much at you, or it feels like they're throwing more at you than you're capable of, like, dodging. Like, there's a couple of bosses that do, like, bullet hell-style attacks. They're like, okay, this is, like, way too fast. And I'm like, I don't think I have the maneuverability to really deal with this in an effective way. Or I feel like I'm just eating stuff. And, you know, it just doesn't feel great. So that, on top of the comedy, which, again, as people have been very kind to remind me, uh, comedy is subjective. It turns out I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. It turns out that we all have different opinions on what we like in, in humor and, and all that good stuff. Um, I will say for my taste. And again, I'm not some like bourgeois, like stuck up. Like I, I'm a very sophisticated. I, you know, <laughs> I like my comedy. About no, it. but you are better than us. <laughs> yes. I, I thought I made that clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I made that clear in the review. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, your, your lead. Yeah. It's a weird way to introduce the review, the first paragraph, but you know, it's relevant to the to the rest. Yes, of the my review. taste is better than you. That's what I wrote. 
Uh, yeah, it just didn't click with me. And I think a lot of it is that the the jokes aren't, they don't really have punchlines. They're just kind of people rambling on and on about one specific bit and then just really running that bit into the ground of like, oh, I'm the guy that sells the weird, like, alien juice that may have come out of my genitals. And yep, that's my thing. Hey, isn't it funny that this is what I do? And yeah, you're, you you can buy this. Isn't that weird? You're, you're going to buy it, right? Oh, man. You're like, okay, is this going to like lead to something? And it, and it doesn't. And yeah, I don't know. There's so much of that. And every character is that. It would be better if maybe only a few characters that was like their thing. But it's like literally every single person you meet is just that. <laughs> and so not only does it become annoying but then everyone just kind of bleeds together like oh is every person you meet in this game just sort of this like weird kind of like sleazy gross vulgar dude <laughs> basically and that's like and it, and, and you're know, like well is that like the only like the only kind of humor this game offers and again i'm not opposed to that it's just that if that's the only thing i just wish it was better you know and even the uh, sort of meta commentary on game, like there's a lot of fourth wall breaky stuff um, about basically everything, but especially like the game industry of, you know, the gun will call out like, hey, you know, this thing that you're doing, oh, I can't believe we're doing this like every other video game, huh? And stuff like that. I, I will say I from the from the hour or two I played, I that kind of stuff I do like, which they did in Trover as well. Like I, I an early gag is like you get, you know, your heads up display and stuff like that. Right. And it's and it's unlicensed. Like, you don't have the license for it, so it just keeps throwing pop-ups at you as you're trying to, like, walk to the shop and, like, get acquire the license so you're not using the, the, the knockoff version of the software. And, like, the little tutorial guy comes up and he's like, hey, um, do you still want help from me? Because, like, you better tell me to leave now because I'm going to talk to you a lot if you don't want me around. I'm a tutorial guy. And, like, I like that kind of stuff. Like, that stuff I think is funny. Like, the comedy writers, the people who wrote it, clearly play a lot of video games but it sounds like that's maybe sort of front-loaded from from here and you talk about the game yeah and you know what kyle that is actually i think one of the better bits <laughs> in that yeah, right yeah like maybe i've already seen the best joke i don't know you know yeah but i think the other stuff i think my biggest issue is like if you're gonna make fun of a game mechanic for being sort of like old hat or like oh you know we know what this is all about, but then not actually do anything to change it up. Because I would get excited. Like, there's, like, these pipe puzzles where, like, they, they call out, like, oh, we've seen these basic video game pipe puzzles. So I'm like, oh, they're going to do something really wild with it, right? And it's like, no, you're doing this kind of tedious thing where you're trying to build a path and, you know, a pipe puzzle. And you're like, that's it? Like, was the big twist was just being told that this is stupid? But you telling me that it's bad doesn't make it fun suddenly you're still doing <laughs> you're, you're still it. doing you're still, like <laughs> having to do the puzzle yeah. yeah and there's a lot of that in this game there's one uh maybe the worst offender was there's a npc who i guess is supposed to be a reference to like annoying npcs like a like a navi and ocarina of time who was like buzzing around your character just sort of orbing you constantly for a period and is just talking non-stop about like their life and stuff They're like oh yeah i'm this guy da, 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 da. and you, i get the joke you know like, okay this guy isn't supposed to shut up and like you know your guns are telling you like oh this guy's so annoying but then he stays with you long enough you're like no this actually is really annoying and what's worse is that since he's spinning around you he actually gets in the way of like i'm trying to jump to something and he like blocks you so like i died a couple times because of him as wow. somebody who doesn't have to play the game that sounds hilarious <laughs> as somebody who has played the game it sounds like it's infuriating yeah it sounds like it'd be funny if you were watching it right <laughs> like, yeah uh, that's 
Yeah, but then when you're like, no, I actually, this is getting in the way of me trying to have fun with the gameplay. Yeah. And again, it's like, okay, saying that it's a joke doesn't mean that it's funny. And I think this game has a lot of that. Again, I, I'm totally fine admitting that maybe that's, or maybe that style of humor just isn't for me. I will say that I watched a couple of episodes of Rick and Morty for the first time before this, just to sort of like get my feet wet. And I thought those were funnier than this. But I think it's also the thing of where, much like horror games, I think comedy is hard to do in video games, especially because games are longer. And the longer you kind of have to stretch out a joke, the more likely versus like a 20 minute episode of a show. Yeah. Like, you know, when you have 30 minutes, 20 minutes, it can be punchier and get to the point and it just kind of hits harder. Whereas like for like a 10 hour game, if you're going to keep doing the same stuff, it, it, you know, it's just probably going to fall apart at a certain point unless you, you know, do it really exceptionally. And again, there were some bits in this game that I did enjoy. Like there were some stuff that I saw. I was like, okay, that's, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Like they, they license an entire movie four. to just four four movies to just have in the game. Like, like you could just, it's just on TV and you can watch it and you can go to the movies and there'll be like MST 3000 style, like commentary on like full movies. Yeah. <laughs> that like... the, the MST stuff, that was one of the ones where I was like, okay, this is cause it's like, there's no, again, there's no real punchline, but this is so ambitious and how dumb it is that it's funny. <laughs> and it's like one of those things like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if uh, we had four full-length movies in this movie <laughs> that players could sit around and watch? And then it's like, it's like, well, I, I mean, yes, but I, in, in, like, in the reality of the player sitting there, you know, not moving and staring at a screen, it's like, I don't know if that's like compelling, but it is funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a funny thing that you guys did. And I think maybe the, the gameplay kind of suffers from like, it, it maybe is a little too focused on being over the top that the actual like mechanics are just sort of like, okay at best. And when you kind of have like two mediocre offerings, it just, for me, just sort of combined to an experience. It's like, okay, this just isn't the most satisfying thing. There are glimmers of like potential here. I think the idea of like, again, the guns and the alternate firing modes and some of the strategy that can come from that could be cool if there were more interesting enemies to use them on and the encounters didn't feel like work and yeah it's just it just kind of fell flat for me which is mad because i didn't want it to like I, that's what frustrated me most of like this should be a lot more fun than it is for me do you think that um i'm just sitting here thinking about you talking about like you know justin Roiland's humor on tv versus in games i wonder i feel like i wonder if squanch games could capitalize on like an episodic nature to re like releasing games where like they develop a set of characters that like people really that have a lot of potential and then almost like a tv show where like you just throw them into different situations you could throw them into different genres even i know that's like a huge that's biting off a lot in terms of project scope but even like let's say it follows the high on life model where it's like okay this episode is 45 minutes long maybe an hour you've played you know, the, you've played other episodes, so you know how the mechanics work. We don't have to, like, introduce you to that stuff. And you just, like, get to experience these characters going to a different planet for this episode. And you play through it, and then, you know, three months later, a new episode drops. And I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that'd be Versus just, like, uh, like you said, like a 10-hour game. Yeah. And, again, 10 hours isn't, like, super long. And I, I think it should be short. Again, I, I'm an advocate for humor and horror games should be on the shorter end 
that's why I didn't really care that Kalisto Protocol is as short as it is. I was like, it's probably for the best, just to keep it scary. But yeah, I just wish it was just more interesting to play across the board. It just feels very shallow in general. You know, I wonder I wonder if the problem I mean, I'm not gonna like armchair expert like comedy, but like there's really in in Trover as well, Trover saves the universe, I feel like the, there's no straight man really right They're, like the player is the silent protagonist who i guess is supposed to be the stand-in right for the straight man but like really everyone you meet is like comic relief and i think if there were just one or two like consistent characters that were just kind of normal i wonder if that would like m- make it easier to swallow the pill because like your sister is in the game and she's pretty normal but she's still comedic too. Like she's still kind of a goofball as well most of the time. She becomes a bigger goofball as the game goes on. Like there's a whole arc with her <laughs> that just goes off the rails. So even she kind of like, you know, falls in the line. But that kind of goes back to what I said before of like everyone just kind of feels like slight variations of the same joke. Are you supposed to be the straight man? Like you as the player? I mean, in the sense that you don't talk, that's about it. Like yeah. there are some like dialogue choices that you make that seem pretty slight but even in those you have the option to be ridiculous like there's some answers where you can if you want to just be like a jerk or just a weirdo you i guess you can kind of like get on the train with everyone else and be like i'm gonna be as wacky as everyone else is but yeah there's i think the game just needs more it just needs more variety in the sort of characters and the kind of humor because then it can play off of each other better instead of having everyone basically scream at you for five minutes <laughs> about how weird and funny they are can I ask Marcus what which episodes of Rick and Morty you watch? Just I'm just curious what the ones you went to first were. I know they were recent because when I checked, I was at my parents' place doing some dog sitting, and I checked their guide to be like, oh, when did this come out? And they both said 2022. So I guess there's like a new season right now. But there yeah. was there's one where Rick was a, a superhero. Like they made the dad a superhero. And the Pissmaster. Became... Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was I like, oh. That... Yeah. Yeah, the piss master. He was like going to therapy and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. that made me like chuckle a few times. Like, oh, this is actually kind of funny. And then the other one, I I don't even remember what it's about. I just remember Jesus was in it. That that's uh, uh I I <laughs> I'm all you know, up to date on Rick and Morty. Yeah, that, say, that episode's called know. Full Meta Jack Rick. Yeah, they did make a lot really, of like meta. Really meta. Yeah. I I don't like those episodes as much, but I don't think that's <laughs> that's really the point. I was just wondering if you if. If someone was like, oh, I had to watch two episodes of Rick and Morty, which were the two they were, and it was just kind of two first encounter, which is fine. Um, yeah. To be clear, I didn't yeah. seek these out. That's just what was on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yes. As someone as someone who likes that humor, I'm interested to play this game and see if it will carry it enough for me. Like, like it sounds like the, the gameplay isn't fun. <laughs> And I'm wondering if I can be entertained enough by the dressings of it to keep me going or if both of them are going to fall flat for me. Like, I'm interested to see what it'll be. Yeah. Like, the gameplay, has mom- again, is like glimmers of like, ooh, the way you combine these abilities is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I wish the encounters encouraged us more, maybe, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And I think the last thing uh, I'd be remiss to mention is that at least during my time playing, I ran into a ton of sort of like technical bugs. I believe there was a day one patch that supposedly ironed a bunch of stuff out, but I did play a good chunk of this game after day one and still was running into some pretty severe bugs. And yeah, it kind of contributed to this game kind of feeling like it needed more time in the oven, you know, 
um, I had to restart fights because of characters getting stuck on geometry and it would halt my progress or the one of the wildest bugs I've seen in a while that you really don't see in a lot of modern games as often is like I went to grab a, a, a crystal to collect and as soon as I touched it my character just launched into the skybox <laughs> like just <laughs> took off and just wouldn't stop rising in the air and it's just like man i haven't seen something like this in a while short of like a bethesda game wow. <laughs> so like it was amusing but you're like man okay this needed more time maybe a bit uh yeah. so yeah that contributed to my score too because it was like it got to the point where it was getting too much to ignore you know right yeah holding back because there you can hit bugs and it's like not a, you just kind of bypass them and it's like yeah that didn't really affect my opinion but if it's like if it's like caused you to restart often and you know things are breaking down that's a problem yeah i pulled up the uh open critic uh page for it man reviews are all over the place there's like like there's sub five reviews there's like threes there's a couple of you know don't play this but then there's like a nine and a ten out of ten from like different outlets. Like <laughs> this is like one of the most divisive games I've seen in a while. Like you either you either like that comedy, I think, or you don't, you know. Well, who gave who it the, the ten? ten? What was that? Uh let's see. It was it's not an outlet I've heard of. Eric Hodges, a try hard guides, gave it a ten. Surprise hit, blowing away all my expectations. So they really liked it. I think you know, and again, I'm not I'm in the middle on Justin Roiland because I just not exposed to his stuff. So I no expectations, but I think you'll know within like the first 15 minutes, whether or not this game is for you, especially tonally. Cause it just kind of goes for it right off the jump. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, like you said, I, I, I expected that to a degree, but I don't think I, I totally expected the reception to be as passionate as it is in terms of, bad reviews kind of being torn apart by maybe the fans of his work being like oh you don't think this is funny well you're you're a bad person <laughs> for that and it's like yeah, i'm sorry people are reaching out to you with that marcus that's frustrating yeah that's i can't believe it it's weird i had that with my evil dead review earlier this year it's like it's okay you can like it that's fine <laughs> yeah i'm just saying i didn't gel with it and here's uh, some words as to why but you know if you like it i hope you like it. and i honestly Despite my problems with it, I think there's enough potential there that I would like to see a follow-up that addresses at least the gameplay complaints. I don't think, like, that's just his style of humor. I don't want him to change his, like, artistic stuff, you know what I mean? But just make it play better. Because then I think it would make the comedy more, I don't know, tolerable to words I want to use. But maybe I would just put up with it better, I guess, yeah. If it was like, oh, this is just a really fun shooter, you know? Do they need a uh, talking slider for, like, frequency of talking? They have it already. Oh, they do? Okay. At least just for the guns and some of the enemies, mm. uh, you can adjust the frequency to either they don't talk at all outside of story stuff or sometimes or just often. Like, it defaults to all the time they're going to be chattering. I kept it, like, I messed with it, but I kept it all the way up because I didn't want to miss, you know, like, bits, right? Mm -hmm. So... You know, yeah. I mean, that is the game, right? Exactly. Like, that's that's what it is. Is them talking. It's nice that they have that slider, though. Um, I wonder if they weight uh, certain phrases as like, okay, this is gonna pass through the filter, or not. Like making sure that you get the important bits. You know, <laughs> it's funny. I turned it to medium for like a half hour or so, just to kind of see like how it would affect the frequency. And then the moment I jacked it up back to normal, the gun had like a giant thing to say. <laughs> it almost felt like, oh, are you just like keeping this to yourself until I finally 
turned you back on basically <laughs> like you just in no time he had something to say well marcus thank you for uh sharing your thoughts on high on life and reviewing the game for us i say we move on to the playlist we've got a lot to talk about fortnite chapter four i think we can start there uh with charles but we're also gonna be talking about like i said earlier callisto vampire survivors uh kyle first i think you're gonna drop out early so is there anything you want to talk about um that you've been playing uh i know it's like we're all kind of in this like game of the year gauntlet yeah i I, it's funny i was racking my brain to like what have i been playing and i'm like i've been playing a little i've been keeping up with pokemon and i've been enjoying that that's become like my working out on the bike i play for about half an hour a day or so yeah high on life i started i think i'm gonna keep going with it for a while um i'm gonna see if maybe it clicks with me we'll see i you know i'm kind of kind of going in with some pessimism but we'll see i did like trover saves the universe i that game i think was cool but yeah nothing i'm gonna be playing catch up here i downloaded immortality i gotta i want to at least start xenoblade which is a fool's errand i recognize (laughs) um but yeah not nothing like crazy uh yeah, nothing, I don't really have a lot to add, Fair. which is why I'm going to leave. I'm yeah. Get out of here. I, Go. Need, I do need to check out the new Fortnite stuff. I know, I think they teased My Hero stuff coming soon, yeah. which is exciting Tomorrow. for me. I like My Hero Academia a lot. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to go. But you guys you guys are doing great, and you're going to continue to do great, Thank and I'm you. proud of you. Thanks, Kyle. We're proud of you, too. We'll talk All to you right. later. <laughs> All right, bye. All right, well, we're going to keep rolling. Um, goodbye, now that that Kyle. loser's gone. Yeah, come on. Get out of here, dude. Uh, didn't have any games to talk about? Like, does he not realize this is a gaming podcast? He's a like, professional yeah. gamer, and he didn't have any games to talk about? Come on, dude. He what gave MinMax all the content, clearly. Yeah, I'm going to have to uh. go and leave them a bad review. <laughs> um, So, let's talk about Fortnite, because I... I mean, I've been playing Fortnite since season... Season 2, I think, of Chapter 1. But I kind of, like, ebb and flow, but, like, the last... I would say, I mean, most of this year I have been pretty heavy on Fortnite. I think uh, Chapter 3 was great for introducing Zero Build. I think that saved the game for me. As somebody who enjoyed the building, I just feel, I, I was actually really skeptical at first. I remember when Zero Build came out. I was like, this isn't, like, we don't need to make, we're just, I felt like that was making all Battle Royales, like, homogenous. Like, Fortnite has this really cool building mechanic, and, you know, it should double down on it. Uh, you know, fast forward, what, almost a year later, all I play is zero build. <laughs> I've never played build mode. Okay. Yeah. Oh, like it's just, just in a, general? Yeah. I, I didn't start until like July or something. And oh, I, okay. I, I was, I was like, I'll start with no build. Cause that seems easier. And then I just liked it so much. I'm like, I don't know why I would ever, I'd ever complicate this simple formula. Did yeah. you guys know that I'm a Fortnite, I guess, boomer in that I bought the game when it was an early access before it was a battle royale. Wow. Because I actually saved was, the world. Yeah, back when it was about building forts and <laughs> defending it from waves of zombies. I was like, that sounds kind of cool. And this game's been in development for like 1,800 years. <laughs> I kind of want to see what this is going to be. And then, yeah, I, I have my umbrella that they gave us, uh, whatever, founders, whatever they called mm. us, to prove that I, I've been... I, basically, I'm saying I'm the reason for Fortnite's success. You know, I'm the foundation <laughs> that the game now rests on. Do you have the Galaxy skin? Are you a Samsung Galaxy person? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know all my skins. <laughs> it's like a thousand dollar skin. You could only get it from buying a Samsung Galaxy. Oh wow! Uh, okay, in like then... 2017 or something. Whoa. 2018. Uh, 
I have definitely to not. This. I have a Samsung yeah. Galaxy phone, but I don't think Fortnite knows that. As far as I know, okay. it'd be scary if I did have that skin. Because like, how did you guys know that I had this phone? If you do, make sure to equip it, and you will just like. I I wouldn't. I would guess like you would get messages from people asking like where you got it and all that kind of stuff. It's it's a very rare skin. But um, anyways, uh, so yeah, I've been playing Fortnite Chapter Four. It started two weeks ago um a week and a half ago something like that i did the event the event was nothing to write home about i actually thought it was like a bad event but that doesn't really matter that was a 45 minute thing uh and then they shut the servers down and they brought it back online like 12 hours later um with the new season the new chapter um and the theme for this chapter is sort of like medieval but like medieval like high high-tech medieval I, I don't i'm trying to find the words so it's like a mixture of like okay well there's these like carriages and stuff but there's like these grav these gravity you know platforms that are like towing them around um one of the big features is the hammer um which i really hated at first and i still sometimes don't like it but man is it fun to use it's yeah uh, it's it's i'm like i think this breaks the game kind of in some ways that aren't great but it's just so much fun that it's like, okay, I'm going to enjoy it while it's here. Leads me to my death almost 100% of the time, but I'm always <laughs> yeah. happy as, yeah. as as I'm hurtling through the air. Yeah. What, yeah, Charles, what are your thoughts overall on this season or yeah, this new chapter? I love it. I, I have, like I said, I only started in July, so I've only known one Fortnite map and then the same map that was like solely covered in Chrome. Yeah. Um, so like having the whole whole thing revamped for me is is really cool. I don't think there's a single old location. They're all new locations, I believe. Which it, which in the chapter three map, it had a lot of um, the same ones from old maps in it. So this is the first time, I think, since chapter two, we've had a purely new map. Um, so that was it's kind of refreshing, honestly. But yeah, I love I love the aesthetic. I like really all the weapons one thing you didn't get a chance to talk about yet is there's a new like augment system which is like as as the game goes on you basically get like these randomized perks you can choose from and so there's ones where like uh you know it'll just spawn in weapons for you or maybe every time you get in a car it doesn't use fuel anymore i had uh just the goofiest (laughs) game yesterday where i got a a grappling bow um, oh, and then I got party time, which is an augment that lets you have <laughs> balloons. So I was basically just shooting this grappling bow while also flying around on balloons. Uh, just like the hammer, super fun did fully lead to my demise, but I had yeah. I had no regrets about it. I watched a friend last week. We were playing together, but we were all dead. And he was in the last circle with balloons and people didn't realize he was like way above <laughs> them. And he won the game on balloons. Wow. Like he, he dropped a whole, it was like a one V three and he won it. Wow. It's really funny. Um, I had something else I was going to say. Uh, 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 well, can I, ask Oh, it's also Winterfest right now. Oh um, yeah. Which is like their, you know, holiday season thing. I, I think today is the second well, day. Yeah. Log in every day and you get a present. Yesterday I got a cool glider. Today I don't know what I'll get. What's a cool glider? Does it look like a it's like Christmas snowflake themed, or holiday themed? Okay, like an ornament. Yeah, it's it was a gift from Sergeant Winter himself. Oh. Yeah, they all have they all have from names <laughs> on the tags. Yeah. Where yeah, I don't know if I'm have, supposed to know what they are. 
Have they ever for the? I don't know if this is their first winter event. I don't keep up with Fortnite that closely, but with everyone that's in this game, have they added just straight up Santa Claus yet? That's what Sergeant Winter is. He's pretty much Santa Claus. But I mean, but he's not like actual. He's like Fortnite no, Santa, but no. not actual Santa. Yeah, no Santa himself. I mean, I have a glider that's just like Santa's sleigh. But I don't think it's named. I think it's called Sergeant Winter's Slap. I think they like stay away from some real, even though they put Martin Luther King in this game. Yeah, I was gonna say like uh, Santa's like public a... domain. Like <laughs> yeah. you, you can just put Santa in the game, and it almost seems weird. Like, well, we don't want Santa with a gun. I, like, eh, you've given more questionable characters a gun. <laughs> I think uh, at this point, like they've been doing the the Winter thing for years now, and Sergeant Winters has become their mascot for the holidays and so why is he a sergeant is he like an army person yeah he's an army santa he's like a buff <laughs> militarized santa <laughs> yeah pretty much at one point there is some sort of lore around. he got introduced in like chapter one season seven i think and oh, okay so he's been around yeah it was when like the map first became uh snowy for the first time i think if i'm recalling correctly yeah that was like the first winter event so they had like a big uh like ice viking like skeletal armies and he was like part of the the good guys fighting back alex i i really like the way you'll name the seasons exactly like a like a film major talking about like, <laughs> old movies they know about it's like oh yeah citizen kane 1939 anyways yeah, I'm, I a, a, I'm a Fortnite I'm archivist <laughs> i was like i'm the same way with wrestling so i can't make fun of you yeah yeah um, but I believe there was like a Lich King sort of situation going on uh, or Lich Queen rather in season seven. And that's when Sergeant Winters came in. It might have been season eight, but I'm pretty positive season seven. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh, that's where start. That's where Santa, their Santa was introduced, I believe. And it's just kind of become a tradition. This is the third year. I think they've done Winterfest. Um, and so every December you get like, I think it's like, what? 14 days or 12 days, days, 14 days of free stuff. Some of them are crappy, like little stickers that you can throw up with your character. Others are cool. It's like, Oh, I got a new pickaxe or I got all completely new character. Um, stuff like that. But yeah, it's cool. How do you guys think the uh, game looks now with that big Unreal five update? It's a beaut. Yeah. I thought chapter two, they, they did a big visual upgrade in chapter two season one and i i was like man it can't get better than this and then <laughs> they dropped the chapter four update and it was like oh my god this game looks so good uh i think the lighting's a lot of fun i get upset when i go and watch streamers because they always play at like low settings yeah so that none of the foliage blocks who they're fighting oh and i'm like really? oh you guys are like living in filth like you've got this shiny new thing and you're still choosing to i I love the links competitive players go to to get as much of an edge as possible yeah (laughs) and i don't i I mean i'm not a pro player but like i feel like i'm pretty good and i know enough about the game at this point where like i know i can shoot through that little tuft tuft of grass you know it's probably like bushes and stuff that it's the most useful but like I want to enjoy the game and I want it to look pretty, so I do that. But that's that's all right. That's why I'm not pro. Um, but yeah, so far I really like Chapter Four. You you were saying this has like become a, a ritual for you in a way, Charles? Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> so a great example is yesterday we had plans to hang out with some of my friends. I got off work and my girlfriend comes home 
And like the first words out of her mouth were, we have to play Fortnite right now if we're going to get the Winterfest things. And I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll put my computer down. Like, Can um, we eat dinner? <laughs> no, it's for, Fortnite for dinner. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a nice, uh, I don't know. I, I almost have like a specific Fortnite tolerance of like, I never play more than four or five games in a sitting. But like as you know, a week builds out. It's like, oh, it's been seven days. I played, you know, 40 matches of Fortnite. I did actually yeah. the, we did the, the, got the PlayStation wrapped stuff. Mm-hmm. Fortnite was my, my number one game played on PlayStation. I had 109 hours in it and I Dang. started halfway through the year. That's pretty um, good. Yeah. You're like my friend, uh, Eric Van Allen, um, over at Destructoid and, um, Axe the Blood God. That's he, he will jump in for like four or five games and he's good. Mm-hmm. And he knows his limits. Whereas yeah. I think I've played maybe five hours in a row at times. That's like the only game I can do that with is Fortnite and and yeah. Um, but that's not often. That's not often. I promise. But yeah, I really like Chapter Four so far. Some of my favorite areas: uh, Brutal Bastion. I like that place a lot. I never go to the Citadel, but Citadel because the the ageless yeah his name's gino i think mm-hmm. um yeah the ageless he's very scary i did also watch a bunch of Fortnite lore recap videos so when i did the end of chapter three event i'd be like all right i'm gonna know what's going on i and... didn't know what was going on <laughs> i don't really know if i do know to be honest but i yeah i, I finished the lore recap video and was like all right i i understand but if you would ask if you ask me any detail i'll be like i couldn't tell you do you know who Gino is? Was Gino the uh, founder uh, of the? Uh, oh, why can't I remember what they're called? They're the people that made the loop. Gino is the one that made the first loop. I think. Okay. I think he's in charge of the imagined order. Is that what it's called? Oh no! I don't know. This this is really it's. I can't say wrong things on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't want to put. I don't want to put my incompetence out there. Um, Fortnite is Kingdom Hearts now. Oh boy, it's getting there. I mean, uh, I mean, Keyblade in Fortnite would be wonderful. Either as a that's mining gotta tool happen or eventually, a, or right? Item. No, well, but then it's also the list. you have to give Sora a gun to shoot people. That's the issue. Is See, no, the issue is that Nomura is gonna be like, well, how am I gonna justify this in the lore? <laughs> Remember, he made like a big stink about Sora yeah. being in Smash Brothers, and he was mm. like, oh, I would have to explain it, and it's like, you really. Don't. <laughs> Nobody. Okay. No one okay. cares. <laughs> as the much lore, as you. The lore is enough of a cluster that we can we can let this one slide. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Do you have any favorite spots you like to go, Charles? Oh. It's hard to remember all the names. Yeah, I don't. I, I find I have less attachment to like locations and more of like, I love, I love bows. I love just having a bow. I love getting on a good dirt bike. Dude, the dirt bike. Trying so to fun. do flips and then crash landing. What do you think about the new sword gun? I don't really use it. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't hate it. I just find, I just, I really like with the bow. You can see the line of where the arrow is going, and yeah. I feel like a, an explosive bow and the Excalibur rifle are similar enough for me that I would just rather get the explosive bow. There's also a perk called Bow Specialist where you just generate arrows over time. Yeah, that's awesome. Which is just you really never nice. have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. I um, I don't really rock with the sword gun that much. Uh, I usually just do shotgun, SMG, 
And then I like the new Redline, the new first-person assault rifle, or the DMR, one of those. And then I'll do hammer so for mobility. I don't really like. I don't smash a ton of people with the hammer. It's just a great way to get around the map. Yeah. I think the new Redline AR is really strong. So I just I just do that. And the new pistols and the pistols and SMGs are so good now. It's yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, I love Fortnite. I, I'm glad it's. It's um I feel like it's it's kind of like the perk system feels like oh you can't take this away like it's Yeah, they add, they always add stuff and I'm like it's amazing to me that this has not always been in the game of like yeah. dirt bikes and augments and I don't know they they added sliding in chapter 3, right? Like that yeah. wasn't always in There's the game mantling like mantling now. Yeah, I can't even imagine that. Um There didn't used to be reboot tr- vans. That wasn't added mm. until Apex came out. Yeah, they just they do a good job, and I, I I really like that game. It's one of my favorites of all time, easily. And as long as they keep supporting it, I will probably take breaks, but we'll keep showing up uh, to play that game because it's just it's so much fun. Uh, and now I I'm scrolling on Twitter, and now I'm getting uh, tweets about Fortnite. Now uh, it makes me want to go play. But Marcus, we got to get you in on it sometime. I know you're not a big multiplayer shooter person but i mean i like playing fortnite i usually only play with friends and not on my own but i played with you guys a few times i don't know if with you specifically alex but i have played with other okay co-workers uh wow nights. cooler people I, yeah haven't played with me though yeah i won't know real fortnite until i play with you alex i don't know if that's true but i would <laughs> like to play with you <laughs> yeah let's do it uh marcus you have been playing callisto protocol yes how's that going ah Best fighting game of 2022? Yeah, but um, there is a lot of melee combat. I've heard. It. I've seen combos. I mean, yeah, it, it, now you joke, but really thinking about it. I've I mean, seen people, like, essentially, like, run up a, a, a bad guy against, like, the wall and, like, just cage them there. <laughs> there is a lot of that in this game. Um, you know, Dead Space, I almost said Dead Space-like, but it's, I feel like even that does... A disservice to it like it's pretty much just a new death space um with maybe a heavier focus on melee combat uh i was looking forward to this game because i'm a huge dead space guy i'm a huge horror guy i actually helped out on the uh, cover story we did earlier this year and yeah so far playing it i'm kind of in line with uh wesley's review you know he, he checked that game out for us a few weeks ago in that it's underwhelming in one night not finding it really scary at all uh it's very gross but not scary even from an atmospheric sense surprisingly oh really yeah like i thought that would be like the sense of dread would be stronger than it is and i i'm not sure why it is i don't know if your character is like too capable which is weird because this is very strict survival horror game like limited inventory limited everything basically guns you're at least in my experience, you're not really relying on as much as your uh, stun baton. But I think that once you get good with the stun baton and like the sort of like, like punch out style combat, and I'm not joking, like you have like a juke, like you go left, right. And that's like your primary form of defense is that if someone comes at you, you can flick the stick, either go left or you can go right. And you can't do the same direction uh, twice in a row. And once you kind of master that, you can kind of get through encounters relatively easily as long as you don't get swarmed. And like now that I'm at the point, because I'm several hours in, like I got to be at least halfway at this point. I, I kind of just run up to dudes and I'm like, yeah, come at me. 
and I've also upgraded my melee weapon a lot. Actually, thanks to the um, the wisdom of one Brad Shoemaker, I was listening to Nextlander, and he talked about he like he's like you should probably just pour in everything to melee because you really don't use guns that much. And I was like, yeah, that's true. I really don't use my gun that much, and you don't get ammo that often anyway. And the stun baton's pretty strong, so yeah. So I just upgraded my uh, baton as as often as I can to sit a point where like, oh yeah, I can like. When they try to block me, I just break their arms. <laughs> and, so oh, <laughs> and, you know, I can do this, like, power swing that does a lot of damage. And, yeah, like, I feel pretty confident going up to, like, a couple enemies and just meleeing them to death. And maybe that has kind of evaporated the sense of dread. Uh, it also doesn't help that the story barely exists. It's kind of like the, uh, uh-oh, there's a weird virus that broke out in this prison. Mm. Escape. And then it's like, okay, and then anything, there's not really any meat that fills out that skeleton. It's just you No, No emails? No voiceovers? Uh, you do find voice messages, like there's some dead bodies and you pick up their audio thing, but it's very boilerplate. It's just more like a guy being like, uh-oh, oh. I'm trapped in this room. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. I'll get out soon. And then clearly they didn't because you're looking at their corpse. Uh, yeah, like literally some of them are 30 seconds long. It's just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> um, ah. so I'm kind of waiting for like the plot to kick in basically. <laughs> it's very, hmm. but it has not. And yeah, so it's not grabbing me in that sense, but despite that, I'm having fun with it. Like it's a very nice looking game, like fidelity wise, it's gorgeous. And, you know, I do have some problems with the gameplay, mainly that it, really needs a quick sort of like 180 turnaround because it's so easy to get surrounded and swarmed and i'm kind of surprised that it doesn't have that if you know what i mean like the sort of like resident evil yeah yeah because like a lot of deaths feel pretty cheap because it's like well there's like two three guys in here and one's behind me and i just can't turn around quick enough to deal with them because you move sort of slowly and that's kind of a lame way to die but then even then this game is kind of hitting for me in the pure sort of video game junk food kind of way you know yeah that's fair. like it's it's just enjoyable enough and i like these kind of games that it, it is it's enough of a breeze to get through them like yeah i'm just i don't know maybe i'm just in the mood for horror even if it's not that scary but i kind of like this vibe if anything maybe this is a nice warm-up for the dead space remake in a month which is kind of weird to say because i was more <laughs> looking forward more to this than the dead space remake just because it was a new ip you know i never beat dead space um i did play i rented it with my friend and uh for like one night and uh i'm excited to to play it because i feel like i barely scratched the surface on that game so this will be like a great way to play it hopefully yeah i I am braver now yeah yeah you can handle it um so yeah but i think overall like it's definitely a disappointment i i was hoping there would be more from this game but i'm still having some fun with it i guess okay fair and that's okay. Yeah. It doesn't have to be amazing. It doesn't have to be. And I also say this with the privilege of getting a code for this game, not paying $70 that's for it. That's <laughs> so true. That is, that's, that, yeah. That certainly uh, helps. So, yeah. Yeah. The important disclaimer for most of the games we talk about. Although the next one I paid my own money for vampire survivors i bought it this morning all five dollars or not all even five dollars i think it's like three it was like three dollars in early access uh <laughs> it was five for it. me it was 4.99 uh i have i booted up vampire survivors today for the first time and uh really love it 
What are you playing it on first and foremost? Steam. Okay. I mean, there's no like real re- I was going to say because I started <laughs> on Steam, but I migrated to Xbox and it's just very satisfying to see those achievements just pop off. Non-stop. I've been getting Steam achievements and I'm like, all right, yeah. That's true. I have it on mobile, which is an interesting. I downloaded That's it. Right. I, I've wanted it on like Switch or like ideally Steam Deck or something. I just have, oh, I've never felt like it's a game that I, not that I didn't like it because I've like tried it on Xbox. It always feels weird to like sit down and be like, all right, I'm going to play Vampire Survivors because it's not like a, I don't know, it's not like a God of War, you know, where it like demands 100% of all of your sensory attention, but it's still like mm-hmm. very good. Um, don't tell our bosses, but I played it for 2.1 hours today, according <laughs> to Steam. To be fair, it's a very easy multitask game. Like, you literally just move a stick. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, yeah. As long as you don't get hit by things. I thought about fine. putting it up while we were talking on the show. I was like, no, let me be, <laughs> let me be a good host. See, see, that would be rude. If you did it to yeah. us, it's rude. Okay, that's fair. that's fair. Other people's fine, though. Yeah. Okay, fair. Good to know. I really like that game from the two and a half hours I've played of it. Or 2.1 hours I've played of it. I uh, I want to play more. I've unlocked a couple areas, the main grasslands area, and then the, the library. Um, and that game, I can see what people have been talking about. It's not a looker by any means, but when all of those sprites are on screen coming at you, I think on my previous run I just did, it was like a 22, no, 25 minute run maybe. Oh, nice. And I killed like 15,000 <laughs> enemies. <laughs> And got to like level forty nine, and I was like, "Okay, I get it. It's real it's good. So good. It's yeah, it's it like so the entire like power fantasy of every roguelike, but like condensed so intensely yeah. of like, like it, yeah, it's like uh, in its purest form almost, right? Yeah, that's a good pull. Yeah, that game's really good. I can't wait to play it after this podcast. What's your <laughs> uh, who's your favorite character that you've used, and who's what's your favorite power up? Okay, I'm going to boot the game up only so that I can tell you <laughs> what character I'm using, okay? Okay. Um, so I start, everybody starts off with the whip guy. Right. Um, but now, okay, I was playing as Pasqualina. Pasco, Pasqualina Belpays, the third character. They have the, uh, what projectile is that? The one that shoots the sort of bouncy diamond-looking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's my favorite right now. He, I've I've had the most success with him. What's their I, like ability thing? Oh God, it's the, the bouncy diamond thing. I can I mean, find. I it. mean, like it's there's there's the... also like a perk that goes with it, right? Of like someone gets like a bonus projectile or something like that. Yeah. So this is the rune tracer. Uh, it passes through enemies, bounces around. It's best with speed and duration, and it evolves into the evolved rune tracer called right. no future explodes and bouncing and in retaliation requires armor. Um, so one thing I didn't realize was like, you can upgrade your items, some items based on conditions in the game. Um, like, and specifically your weapons. So I leveled up my base weapon by, I guess, leveling it up enough and also having armor unlocked. One thing the game could do better is maybe steer players towards that stuff. So I think it's very easy to play, like your first several sessions before you go. Wait, I can like upgrade items and like unlock <laughs> this whole unlock system here. Sure, yeah. I just learned about this from you just now. <laughs> so, like this makes runs easier. <laughs> like I just realized. Also, I'm looking in the collection. Oh, my whip ability ignores speed buffs, and last game I was. 
putting a lot of speed on it. It wasn't doing anything. Uh, so <laughs> stuff like that is good. Like this whole other sort of like min-maxing layer of the game is important to keep in mind. But yeah, um, yeah I, you know, I don't know like what we could add to it. Like this game has been a phenomenon. It's been an early access for a while, mm-hmm. but 1.0 a few months ago. Um, but I think it's, I think it's maybe it's only now really starting to hit the office. Uh, at least in a wider sense, which yeah. makes me happy because I've, I've enjoyed it for some time. I've had a lot of friends like play it this year and I was like, okay, I'm going to get to it eventually. It's just, you know, I'll do it before the end of the year. And I did it today. So yeah, I think my, my weekend's going to be sorted with that and, and some other games I got to play, but uh, yeah, really. I, I also want to try it out on mobile. Do you find that it's pretty easy to control Charles on mobile? So I, I have it on mobile just because of that's how my attention spin works. Almost okay. certainly better <laughs> somewhere else. Elsewhere. Okay. Um, there's not like buttons. I also have like a backbone controller, but the it's always vertical. So I can't use that. Um, it's just as wherever you put your finger on the screen, that's where the joystick spawns. And so you just have to like move it around from there. Um, I did turn on like the you can visualize the joystick, which I think made it way easier because I can't always remember the point at which my finger started. Um, but it, it's free, so that's something. I mean, it's like $5, so you should probably just buy it anyways. Um, but the difference is it has ads. So, like, if you die, you can watch an ad and get revived. But I I would pro- I'm probably going to buy it and, and play it on Steam Deck. I know that the DLC came out today. I didn't even realize that until today, yeah. 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 Um, is it free DLC? I, I don't remember. No, but it's like two dollars. Like the, the the pack with the DLC today is like five dollars and eighteen cents or something like that. Something ridiculous. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy that. Maybe that's what I bought then. Um if it was like a bundle on Steam or something. Yeah. I have I have kind of a fun fun hypothetical. This is maybe off track, but okay. if you could add a character from a different video game as a survivor in vampire survivors. Who do you think would do well? Kratos. That... He's got those chains. He could just whip them around him and just run into mobs of enemies. This is maybe the boring answer, but Doom guy. Mm-hmm. 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 Could I was, good in this. I think Kratos is the correct answer, Marcus. I was I was posing it as like a fun hypothetical where we could just like <laughs> throw the stuff in. You said Kratos immediately. I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. He would just spin his little blades around. A character um, from Diablo. <laughs> also very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that we didn't even propose like an actual Castlevania character because this game is very <laughs> yeah. much inspired by Castlevania. Oh, actually, uh, I mean, I was incorrect about all of those. Actually, now I have two answers. Uh, my cop-out answer is Kirby. He can just eat everyone. Be, Ooh, just be a fun be day fun. for Kirby. My other answer, Wario, because he always smells like garlic. He's got that permanent garlic buff on him. What about Bo Jackson from Tecmo Bowl? Because no one would be able to touch him because he'd just be dodging everyone. I don't know what that is. Oh, are you guys too young for the the, the Bo? Too young. <laughs> Bo, well, me, me, yes, certainly. If you ever played Tecmo Bowl back in the day, Bo Jackson was like an OP character because he was so fast that he was kind of hard to catch. So he was like, Maybe he, he was just too, a broken. He was just a broken player in that game. Like you couldn't catch. Bo Jackson for some reason <laughs> they just made him too good so if you put him in Vampire Survivors and he's just like juking past those mobs with whatever weapon he has he would actually he would break the game probably I like the Kirby idea because then it would turn into that game do you remember the game The Mall yeah um, I don't yeah, that's, really that's a cut that's a cut 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to play. I got the 200 out of 200 Xbox achievement on that one. <laughs> Back when indie games had like fewer achievement points, weirdly. But um, what about Zagreus from Hades? Mm-hmm. He'd be good. He'd be good. As long as he gets boons, I guess. That's a pretty important Zagreus thing is he gets help from the gods. Because if he's just on his own, I don't know how far he'd get. Actually, that would work like- really well because instead of just picking up treasure chests, he would just get like boons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do like a crossover DLC pack where they add new items that are just the boons from Hades. That would be really cool. What about um, Sergeant Winters from Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. He just constantly spawns treasure chests i mean he he fought like the lich queen lady and her army of undead true it's basically the same thing yeah so yeah i think he would fit well cool rounding out the show have either of you played immortality yes yes we've both finished it yes i played it because marcus talked about it on on the gi show and i was like well i gotta do this okay i have i have played that game and seen its 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 uh, secrets. Have you hit credits? No, no, I haven't. I am working towards it. But wow, I was not expecting that. My first, uh, no spoilers, but like I'll give you a reference point for the first. Um, one of the first clips I examined was the uh, the conference table in the first movie. I think I know where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. And I was like, what? What? Very what? weird first one to get yeah. there. That was my first one to get. You immediately closed the door and all the windows. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I was like, did I br- break the game? <laughs> yeah. That's one way uh, to put it. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I was very, uh, very intrigued and confused. <laughs> And then, man, it's so funny. You can't really talk about this game. Yeah, because uh, yeah, it's like you don't want to give away the thing. Yeah. Like, like it's kind of the main hook. There's some the really game, funny right? objects in this game you can cross-examine. It's wild how many you can interact with, too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like so, like, for, for instance, for, or for people listening, Immortality, like, you're putting together this old film project. And the we've talked about it on the show before. The premise is that, like, this actress disappeared and you're going and watching her old, you know, archival footage and you can like cross match footage. So like if you zoom in on a cup in one scene, it might spawn a new clip for you to find and go through where that cup was also in it or like something similar to the cup in in this other scene. Uh, Or like if somebody's smiling in the footage, you can cross reference that and you'll unlock another uh, clip where like somebody is smiling. It's very confusing at first. Like there's not really... It's not confusing, but there's like, you don't really know what you're doing at first and why you're doing it, but just keep going and you'll, you'll soon find out why. And then lastly, the second one y'all that I did was, what's the first movie called? Ambrosia. Yeah. Ambrosio, I think. Ambrosio. You know, the scene on the floor where one character's laying on the floor and the other's kneeling above them. My, I'm thinking of a scene with that. I don't know if I'm thinking of the same one you are i don't yeah i don't actually know this one is it in the church i'm gonna text you guys okay (laughs) (laughs) the one i'm thinking of is in a church um yes oh no no different one i before that 
I was going to say just as, as we were trying to describe the game, a thing I figured out very late in the game is from the main menu. There's a little bar that just says like about this project. And I had always been like, oh, I'm just going to go in and play the game. I, I want to go in blind or whatever. But if you click about this project, it gives you a shocking amount of context to things going on where like it just tells you straight up what happens to some of the characters and it i i didn't realize that it was like oh you can just click on this and know so much more context than you thought it was so but i i mean i also played the whole game without knowing that so if you want that extra context that's like a thing if you're it goes over the controls too um yeah I just saw the the picture you sent, Alex, and, and Slack. Like I did get this, but I forgot about it. And it I don't think I got. Jump. this. I forgot how startling <laughs> this was, and now I'm upset that it lives on uh, on my computer now. Because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I legit was like, oh, that's right. Oh. I discovered that at about one a.m. and <sighs> quickly got like chills down my spine. I was going to uh, ask you because I know you were asking when I talked about this a few weeks ago if it, if the game was scary or if it was a horror game, and we were trying to like. It explain is. it without going into it it's like do you think that it's actually scary certain moments yes it is very scary and like i'm filled with dread and in other moments i'm like this is like this is cake you know right like not scary at all yeah because it's not a horror game i don't know like, technically if anyone's wondering like it's not explicitly trying to be a horror game i mean there are definitely moments i think it is trying in the screenshot I just sent you, there's no way that was not meant to be a horror <laughs> game. Because the way, yeah, it's just, God, people got to play this game, man. Yeah. I wish we had, um, I wish we had thumbnails for the podcast. Cause I'd be like, we should just make that the thumbnail. Oh, scare man. People. I would never listen to this podcast if that's, if that's what the thumbnail was. Dude. Yeah. So I, I'm playing Immortality. I've made it through all of Ambrosio. I believe now I'm in on Minsky. Are you purposely focusing on one movie as best you can? Yeah. Mm. Okay. I mean, I've unlocked a lot of the other movies. Yeah, and you like, kind of can't help it. I've right? actually seen one of the ending clips, apparently. I was, I was playing, uh, and Jesse and Eric were watching me. They're like, yeah, I didn't get unlock that thing till like an hour before I beat the game or less. Can I offer a recommendation that I actually was given pretty late where i was kind of like on the cusp of like i think i know what's happening here but i'm waiting for like the breakthrough and then blake Mm -hmm. i was talking to blake about the game who he loves this game and he tipped me off uh now that you know what you're supposed to be doing if you haven't already you should go back and watch that very first clip that they give you like the 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 talk show oh yeah i've watched that you've seen everything that that has to offer i think so yeah i've 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 seen the i've seen what you're talking about Okay, I don't want to go into too much detail, but maybe I'm I'll rewatch I was, it. Because I I didn't I thought I did, but I think once you go down the rabbit hole of stuff, you forget which things you've sort of like looked at and didn't. Yeah, that was one. That was kind of like a game changer. <laughs> I know? mean, I I have context for who the characters are. I think. Okay. That are at play, and I did watch that clip, and I know a lot more about that character. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's like, like one of the most explicit sort of like. Yeah. yeah what's kind of going on here yeah yeah i've seen that yeah. i know that 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 that's going on yeah. um but there's still like a lot of other unresolved threads okay not not well now i gotta go back maybe uh... <laughs> it's it's interesting like as we're talking about like which things we have and haven't seen because i started playing the game told my girlfriend about it. i was like this is so crazy 
she started playing it and I was like, I'll just watch her start to play it and was surprised by like her. And I had played for like maybe four hours straight. I was like so into it. And then she started playing and I hadn't seen like 80% of the scenes that she had. She was watching. Like I was, I'm, I was very surprised by the amount that the content differs, the order you get it from playthrough to playthrough of, I can't imagine, you know, the programming or, like they must have literally mapped out all the scenes at some point when they were like planning this game. But um, yeah, just surprised to the amount of like individuality of it. Of Alex, you just showed us that the the image you were talking about. I rolled credits on the game. I don't think I saw that one. So yeah, dude, which is why you so weren't able creepy. to sleep that night. It's, I should yeah. boot the game up and show you that scene. Because <laughs> this isn't enough. You, <laughs> I, I mean this genuinely. You really don't have to. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> but if you insist, I will. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's a wild game. You know, if you've played Sam Barlow's other stuff, like her story and telling lies, and you like that, then you'll definitely be in I have a look. question. I've never played those other games. Is telling lies like this as well? Uh, it is telling lies. I haven't played, but I adore her horse, uh, her story. Um, like that was in my top 10 in 2015. I believe when it came is out, is that similar? Like there is another mechanic at play. It It's a lot more straightforward, but it's the same idea. Cause then that game you're trying, like you're watching a one, it's only one character and it's a woman being uh, interviewed by the police because they suspect that she killed her husband, I believe. Okay. And so you're just watching all these videos of her testimony and trying to figure out if she really did it or not. And the way you find more clips is that because your the idea is that you're I think you're a cop and you're using the police database to go through. Do you all have to make a footage. choice at the end of it? No, it's kind of open ended. You kind of walk away when you think you know the answer. So it's like your own personal satisfaction. Like you can hit points, I believe, that kind of explicitly say yay or nay. But you can also just get enough evidence where you're like, no, I I think I know. I don't have to keep because the way you find other clips is that you have a search engine and you're just typing in words that she says I'm like, oh, she mentioned this guy's name. I'm going to type his name in and see what clips come up and then kind of mm. go from there. But I adored that game because it made me feel like a detective where I had like pen and paper, like a flow chart. And I was writing down words. It's like, oh, she mentioned this location. OK, I'm going to try that and then draw a line to see if it connects to this person that she mentioned before and see like if I can, you know, form the timeline of events in my head. Um, but if you like, if you in general just get a thrill out of the sort of detective element that these games have, then I think yeah. our story would be right up your alley. Awesome, and it's not scary. <laughs> okay, so, okay. Uh, so that looking helps. it up, also uh, we haven't mentioned it, but Immortality is on Game Pass. Telling Lies is also on Game Pass. Uh, her story is not currently, but still, you know, widely beloved. Cool, cool, cool. Well, my computer's starting to freak out actually, so I think it's time to. To wrap the show up, I've got all sorts of things popping up on my screen for some reason. Not sure why, um, but before cre- before I lose my... I know, the game is coming to life. <laughs> before I lose my, my audio file, let's go ahead and wrap up. Um, if you enjoyed this episode of The Game Informer Show, please go and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think about the show. Uh, you can, of course, follow the crew here on Twitter. Kyle left earlier, but you can follow him at Kyle M. Hilliard. Uh, you can follow Charles at ChuckDuck365. Uh, you can follow Marcus at MarcusStewart7. And you can follow me at It's Van Aiken. Come talk to us about games, about whatever. I want I want more people to, to talk with about immortality. So hit me up. Let me know what you think. Be, be conscious of spoilers, though, on the timeline. Yeah. We need to hop on a group call 
honestly, yeah, and just yeah. really. I need to finish it game. first, though. Yes, do that first. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So this has been the Game Informer show. Uh, holidays are coming up. We're going to be pre-recording some episodes. Uh, so go in the Discord, leave some comments uh, in the Game Informer show channel if you want us to answer it on the show, or you can email us podcast at gameinformer.com. I'm sure we'll be relying on those in the coming episodes since we are filming ahead of time uh, for the holidays. And uh, yeah, if uh, I don't get to say, say it, have a Merry Christmas, a happy holiday and happy new year, whatever you're celebrating uh, this December. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it's relaxing and you get some time with, with uh, family or just time with yourself to, to relax. So yeah, play a bunch of games. Yeah, play a bunch of games. And to be clear, we will have episodes coming up, but you know, it's 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 the busy season. I might have Kyle guest host again. We'll see. Got a lot going on as the as the video guy. I know. I I, I don't know if I can because then there'll be another <laughs> limp biscuit. <laughs> the limp biscuit holiday special. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do that to the, listeners or not. I really I really can't I can't express the the chaos and joy I felt when Kyle was like, Yeah, we're just gonna let Blake off his leash. And then just seeing, <laughs> just seeing what happened in the in the following seven minutes, I was so enthralled. That was yeah. like Naruto, like him letting the nine tail fox out the cage. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. the seal has been unlocked. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Alrighty, y'all. We will talk to you next episode. Uh, happy holidays. Stay safe. We'll see you soon. Bye.